there's a question here about comfort. We start off in a place which we are very comfortable with. A place that the world naturally feels at home, but it is not how the world should be. It's a place where we can do what we like, we have freedom, and we choose to exercise that freedom in following, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature, following its desires and thoughts. And that feels comfortable. And we are repeatedly told that this is fine. That you can do what you like. In one of the the newspapers today, um, not that I buy the newspapers, but I have a habit of reading the front pages on the BBC News website. They put the front pages of all the newspapers, which is great because that means you don't actually have to buy them. You can just read the front page that's there. But on one of them today, um, it's saying about um, cards for Mother's Day. And how, actually it was Waitrose, I think, it was naming, it was saying one of the supermarkets um, had a card that, instead of saying Mother's Day or Mothering Sunday, it had it as For You Day. And they're saying, well, you know, the way of the world now, families are not how we used to imagine them to be. Gone are the simplistic nature. And you can simply have a day for you, whether you're a mother or a grandmother or male or female or... Not quite sure where your gender fits into this binary defined world. It's just a you day. Whoever you are, whatever you think. But the world is not about you. The world is not about satisfying your own personal thoughts and feelings and your own gratification. That might be where people are comfortable, but there can be a greater peace, a greater comfort, a greater hope. And that comes through God's wonderful love. Because of God's great love, because of the grace and the mercy that he has in his heart, 
we can come to be seated at the side of Jesus. And that is actually a place of far more comfort. To be sat next to Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Emmeline's parents uh, took us to go and see Sartre Soleil. And we were sat in a box uh, in the circle and uh, they'd had everything arranged. You know, they'd bought the car park ticket for us at the station near their house. They'd bought the train tickets up to London for us. They'd bought the seats in the Royal Albert Hall. They paid for the meal afterwards. We had the bus fare. Everything was paid for. And I'm glad that it was them that was footing the bill. Uh, I know the bank has just up my credit rating on my uh, card. Um, not that I need it to go up, but uh, they say, you're a good customer, spend more money, please. Um, not that I need to, but, you know, it, it would have been the case of that. But there is no sum of money that can buy you the seat in the royal box that is next to Jesus. Next to his heavenly throne. We cannot possibly afford to get there. Even if we get help from our mother and father-in-law. We cannot get there by ourselves. We can only get there by our Heavenly Father, by Him sending His Son and Him paying the price for us to have that wonderful seat at the Lord's side, at His side. It's a place of hope, a place of promise. It's a place that we can know that wonderful love. And if you look at how Paul writes this letter to the Ephesians, it's not a place that we are hoping to get to someday. The tense is such that we are there already. That ticket has been bought. We can be in that seat. It is ours today. God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him. It's already happened. It's already happened. For the believer, that next bit of life, that bit that will go on after our mortal body has ended... Um, is already there. We simply know it in a new way. A continuation. 
but we are already in receipt of the benefit of knowing the Lord. And we have that great comfort. We've gone from thinking that we had comfort in the way of the world to having such luxury in the presence of God that we cannot imagine it on the earth. And now we only know in part, but one day we will know in full. By grace we are moved from being in this place where the the ruler of the kingdom of the air, that's the devil. It was thought that demons lived in the air. Um, being in the presence of the evil one to truly being in the presence of God. And it's not by us and not by what we do and not by what we can afford but by God's love. But the thing is, once you're there, And we are there. It's how do you reflect that love? How do you respond? What are you doing at the side of Jesus? We've moved from comfort to greater comfort. But now there actually comes a time when some of us might feel a little bit uncomfortable. Might be something that we try to wriggle out of. Because the last verse says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We're not just sat at the side of Jesus, part of that royal family box, to be comfortable. We are there to serve in the world just as Christ Jesus served in the world. And God has already prepared challenges for us. Already got something in mind of what we're supposed to be doing. And that might make us uncomfortable. It might challenge us. Can't we just take it easy? Can't we just relax? Can't we just put our feet up for a few minutes? We're not going to be saved by doing those works. We are already saved by grace. But God challenges us and says, I have something in mind. 
won't you do it? Will you show my love? And at times, we might want to say no. But actually, the right answer is yes. And when we do say yes, we actually get a greater sense of comfort again. For to know that we are doing God's will is greater than we could ever imagine before we choose to do that. God has made us. He's given us a purpose. He loves us. He loves us even if we don't do his will. But he calls us to be his people and to serve him so that the world which now experiences the ruler of the kingdom of the air might actually come to know the kingdom of God and the blessing that comes from him.